It's now time to welcome back our favorite angry guys to the ESP Media Airwaves. Here's Tom Gamble and Richard Skinner. Welcome to the ESP Media Studios here in beautiful Kenwood, just north of downtown Cincinnati for, yes, another episode, another installment, call it what you will, of the two angry guys. This segment one will have three segments. I am Tom Gamble of In-Game Sports. He is from Local12.com, where he's the digital columnist and editor. Sports, of course. He would be Richard Skinner. You just can't get that I right. I got it perfect. That's perfect. It right. What the hell? Did I miss a word? Yeah, but you misarranged them. I don't give a damn about the arrangement. There's a lot of things I don't give a damn about. We're going to get to many of them here. But anyway, how are you? I'm great. Yeah? Missed so a week I, away. We had a week away. And that's right. And, and you know, what back. they say is, what is that old phrase? Don't, don't give me separation the, yeah, makes the heart grow fonder or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but I'm not going to say that, that to you. either. No, not at all. Now, uh, local12.com right now, busy week, lots going on, right? Yes, indeed. So if I if I go there as soon as we're done with this, what will I find? You will find a column I wrote on Adam Jones. I'm going to guess. Be I, I don't I, I don't know what's in the Biddler hat, but I guarantee you it's um yes. It, well, I'll I'll touch on that when we get to that topic. I guarantee Do that it's and, in there. And we can also right now agree to disagree on the findings of whatever the hell you wrote. I can guarantee that is you probably there. right because I don't I don't take the popular stance i, I rarely no, do as like, you know you're taking ignorant stance but that's a whole other but, but we also got a, got a podcast shootout, up right? on the shootout okay. i'm gonna have a actually a story up later on uh today on wednesday on okay. three ways that you see wins the game oh, three okay. ways that xavier wins the game and i have a feeling that may be one of our topics i would be so willing to bet it is as well for those who are listening for the first time we welcome you to the angry guys welcome How, well yeah big welcome to you we, we have three segments we do and this is simple we don't know what the topics are summer until i sports, pull them they are not Pull him out of what is the Biddler hat. We had Fred the Bird. He looks over us. What, I, I got to ask, the, the week I've been gone, yes. though, Harambe is gone. He's back in my area now. Okay, because he, he usually sits in on the show. Well, he, he did, but he resides back there, and he has to come home for a little bit. Did he? Okay. He did now. He's still struggling with the Festival of Lights. Yeah. Well, he hasn't been able to get over are. that. All right, so here we go. Topic number one, and there's been a lot going on yes, on all been. levels. So here we go. Segment number one, topic number one, our new president – and Melania Trump. I'm going to go that in reverse order, if I may. She looked good in light blue. Well, and oh, here he is. Harambe is back. back. There he is. He heard you. Melania Trump, and yeah, he wanted to come, come in. I don't blame him. She, without question, is the hottest first lady in history. I mean, that goes. I mean, that's not even a debatable issue, correct? No doubt. Who would she, be number two? Well, I can't. I can't. As I sit here, I can't say that I can't can recall. Mrs. I can't remember what Mrs. Coolidge looked like. I can't recall Thomas Jefferson's bride. Sorry, my bad. But I will say this. Jacqueline Kennedy? No doubt. Michelle Obama's uh, attractive. I got Michelle yeah, Obama's attractive. Except for the fact that when she speaks, she irritates me, but that's a whole other story. But no, Jacqueline Kennedy. But but I would tell you, Bill Clinton is still looking at Melania, is he not? Barbara Bush, not so much. No, but there's an age thing there, there I is. think. Now, no and doubt. You once had the hots yes. for Hillary Clinton. Uh, which I, so, I must when, have been. When she was the first lady. Hang on. That you, was a strange attraction. I never was. understood and, that. And I've got to. I, I can't deny that, but I can only tell you that the, that is faded and faded fast. Now, I will tell you that no doubt Melania likes Donald, loves Donald for his hair. Oh, I mean, no right? question. She married him for personality, no question no either. Doubt. For his beliefs about women, right? <laughs> I mean, I think. But she has to be. She, I mean, she is yes. stunningly beautiful. Yes, she is. She now, is. I would tell you about, about the newest president. I, you know, for, for me, it's this. I, I don't. I will tell. You, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I can't stand politics for this very reason. You're a reason. political agnostic, as I like to well, say. Well, the, the problem, and I am as well, to be honest. I, well, with you. because I think we both we, we both we look try, at the lunacy. It's lunacy. It's idiocy. It, it, it clearly is. Common sense needs to prevail. And, and again, that I'm doing it for the people is the biggest pile of crap. I, I truly believe, in some way, shape, or form. And, and I know, I know, I'm what's the. I know this is a broad brush. They're all crooks in some way, shape, or form. That doesn't mean that they're breaking laws. But all they care about is their well, own. Isn't that the definition of well, a no, crook? Well, no, no, no. But I'm just saying, I think they're, they're political crooks, too. Okay. Because right. they don't represent the people. They represent their own interests. That is correct. Now, here's the only thing I'll tell you about Trump. And, and look, did he, did he say all kinds of stuff? Do you Get off the Twitter. All that. I mean, you don't need that. But here's what I would tell you. The only reason that I'm going to say... I can't tell you what kind of a president he's going to be because he hasn't done anything. I mean, I know he's done a few. He's done a few things in a couple days. But my point is, here's what I like. He doesn't owe anyone because he's not your traditional politician. That, that part is interesting. You're right. He doesn't. So from that Unless state, he owes Vladimir Putin Correct. Something. Well, there, there, is, there are certain we can question. But I'm just saying, 
for anybody who's already predetermined that he's going to be the worst president, that he's going to do this and do that, he hasn't had time. Give the guy a chance. That's all I'm going to say. The sun did come up the day after he was elected. And guess what? It also came up, although it didn't come up in Cincinnati because the sun never comes up in Cincinnati anymore. But the sun also came up the day after he was inaugurated. It did. Amazing. And, and it'll come up tomorrow Hang and the day after. Let's segue into here. I'm pulling this next one out because I feel I have a feeling it's related. Here's our next topic. The Women's March on Washington and the Pussy Hat Project. We have some information on the Pussy Hat because I'm not going to lie. I haven't paid much you attention to it. You can go to, to is, it, is it pussyhatproject.com? I don't know what the hell it and, is. And really what it is, it's, 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 uh, it's making hats. Well, there's a photo here of Susie who looks like she just ate about 10 hats. She's a little bloated. But here, here's the thing that I would tell you that drives me crazy. We as a society, this is systemic to society, and here's what it is. It's sore loser. That's what all these protests are. I guess what I don't understand is this, and, and we have only ourselves to blame because it isn't good enough anymore to have a winner and you're the loser, and you know what you can do? Work harder and do things differently, and maybe you can win. We'll give you medals. We'll give you trophies. And now we've got, you know, if you're too, if you're too upset to take the test, what the hell is that? That is the biggest sore loser. Here's what happened. We had an election where you as a human, as a United States citizen registered to vote, could have voted for candidate A, candidate B. Or even candidate C. Or C, D, E, F, G. Some people vote for Fred the Bird. Fred the Bird. He got a few votes. Should have. Bottom line is, it's a democratic process. And just because you didn't win, now it's all this. It's all this. It's sore loser. I can't go on. Shut up. Get a damn job. Get off your ass. And you know, that's what people are upset about. For God's sake, they might have to actually work and do something now. I just want to read because I've got some Please information do. on the Pussy Hat Project. Please, give me some details. It said uh, the Women's March on Washington, D.C. and over 600 sister solidarity marches took place January 21st, 2017, which Fant- they did. Okay, so, great. Fantastic. The Pussy Hat Project launched Thanksgiving weekend with the goal of creating a sea of pink hats representing not only those at the march, but also the maker of these pink hats. The Pussy Hat Project is a movement, not just a moment. Keep connected. Keep communicating. Okay. Keep fighting okay. for women's rights. I'm, Hold on to your hats and wear them loudly and proudly. I'm going to stop keep you right there. Keep making pussy hats. Learn to make pussy hats. Teach others. Free patterns for knit, crochet, and sew are being are here and being expanded. Be and very careful when you read that. Because, yeah. I mean, if you, if you leave a word or two. Here's yeah, what I'm telling you. So here's what I'm telling Okay, so you're marching. Okay, for women's rights. For what? What, what comes out of this? Can you tell me? Um, I, what, what comes? Hang on. Because I, I found this little page here. It says... You know, it says mission, and you got to have a mission and goals and all that. Number one is provide the people of the Women's March on Washington, D.C. a means to make a unique collective visual statement which will help activists be better heard. What, wearing a hat is suddenly now going to make everybody across the country go, hang on, there's pink. Shh, shh. They're speaking now. Hang on. Number two, provide people who cannot physically be on the National Mall a way to represent themselves and support women's rights. I don't think there's anybody out there who, and I get it. I understand some of the things that Trump said. I get it. I have I have two daughters. You do, and you have a wife too. So you, it's three against one it, in your it, household. It, it, you don't stand it, it, a chance. And I have two female dogs, so it's really I go, five, it's I, five against now one. Now for in my me, house. it's four males on one. Correct. So we got a leg up there. <laughs> so Pardon you, the bad pun. You, leg up, get it? Yeah, dog, I get it. Male you, dog, you, you win, in, you win okay. in your house. My bad. Thank you. I've never felt my daughters were not empowered to go do what they wanted to do with their life. I really have not. I've never thought to myself. Boy, they're being held back because they're... No! If they work hard, my oldest daughter played sports in college, got a degree, now has a job. Sometimes Novel not the job concept. she like, but it's it's, it's, a, well, it's a good place to start. You don't start. get everything Correct. you like every day. Correct. And she knows the only way to move up is keep working hard and sure. she'll get that opportunity. My wife went back in the workforce after she worked for probably until, I don't know, 35-ish and then raised... Basically, raised the daughters until it got to a point where they were back. Now in she high didn't school. work for thirty-five years. You're not married to somebody no, 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 who's no, eighty, no, right? Until, until she was, she about was 30, 35. Okay, gotcha. Then completely changed jobs when right. she got back in the workforce, and she's doing fine well, things. Think about this. Correct me if I'm wrong. She worked for, for an airline. She worked years for an airline, ago. and now works for Procter and Gamble. Right. So I mean, yes, okay. So and wait, now let me get this straight. She worked, then didn't work. Now she's working again. Correct. Miraculously, she's been able to find employment. So here, there are two things, and I know we had the march locally, and I, I read, and I love stuff like this, I read one comment of a story of a woman from Hyde Park who had to go and join because she was seeking the truth. 
Look at what? What What is the truth? I don't know. But the second one was a a female who had two young daughters who was holding a sign. I can't remember what these ludicrous signs said, but she said, I'm doing this for my daughters. So years from now they have a, what's the problem? I mean, look, don't don't get let let's let's establish this. Do they, do they fear that Donald Trump is going to come around in like some van and I, scoop up all the women and throw them I, in prison? I don't know. But here's what I would tell you: you're never going to completely get rid of bigotry, racism, sexism, all that, because there are idiots. You're all, you can't erase it. Well, you can't erase idiots. idiots, but there's always. So the bottom line is, I guess I would look at it if I were a competent female. I would feel like I have as good a chance today to do whatever I want to do than I ever have in history. Absolutely. Let's move along before Thank I get you. angry. Yes. Starting but again, you can go to pussyhatproject.com. And again, Susie looks like she had the Bull Moose Buffet for lunch. That's why That's she's angry. Telling you. All right, we move along. We are the angry guys, by the way. I'm Tom Gamble. He's Richard Skinner. Check him out at local12.com. Again, Adam Jones, I have a feeling, and Skyline Chili Crosstown Shootout, I have a feeling. We'll get to those at some point. But the next topic out of the Biddler hat here today is fake news. I do have to say this. How about we're debating and the press secretary is addressing crowds and viewership of the inauguration? That was a little loose. Who the hell cares? Well, I, I think here's the thing with the whole fake news, and I think this is where we've gone now with, with the small, internet explosion and social media, is anybody literally no can write and say Absolutely. anything. Well, there's no policing at all. Correct. None. That, that's where journalism has taken a complete backseat. In the day, you didn't have to like the, the political stance your local newspaper or local news station took, but there was a standard there. That Correct. standard, And now what's happened is, the standard's not even there for them anymore because now everybody's fighting for page views yep. and clicks right. oh, and, and, yes. and, and eyeballs. And news so, doesn't matter anymore. Correct. Real it, news. It, yeah, it doesn't. It really and truly doesn't. It's a matter of how can you make it enough to where somebody will put the, even if they're mad yeah. at you. No question. How they will right. put their eyeballs on what you are doing. And then sometimes there's so much aggregation anymore that, that you get people that have written something and you don't know if that's gospel or not, but you may well, maybe it is. Right. So I'm going to aggregate it, and then it just keeps trickling well, down the line. I think you'll agree with this. I mean, we, we were grounded in newspapers, and, and your name, when your byline was there, I mean, it better be accurate Absolutely. because it wasn't going away. And then we may not like the Federal Communications Commissions, but, but the FCC set boundaries that you as a terrestrial radio and television station you had, had to, to follow. Absolutely. Now, Jim, in his basement with his pants around his ankles. Like, just like we're doing right now. We right. can make up anything on this podcast well, we we want it but we won't because we're grounded in traditional yeah. journalism and i you know I, I got enough problems i don't need to create more <laughs> but but i guess the thing for me is you know i mean the fact that we're literally spending time and this is why i can't stand politics debating the he said he said on how many people attended how many people viewed who gives a damn that isn't going to well, impact the presidency in any way shape or form but they did open their mouth to say that it was the most Oh watched. no I get it they absolutely did and and actually as it as it's come down to pass it wasn't Correct but then it got to the semantics of well there were all these eyeballs oh, on right. TV come on, come I on. Mean, I, exactly. well it's just like let's be perfectly honest it's just like when you sell things like that today oh no doubt you know there's the first time no, and that's where, the people that come back honestly, to it I mean it's back, back in the days of newspapers and yes go ask mom and dad what those are about for those of you listening you were literally audited what? you were audited on how much your circulation was correct you, you could not Absolutely. fake your numbers no, you you're actually right. had to have whatever numbers you printed there was a plus or minus of what the subscription base was, because not everybody has subscription. People could get them yes. in a newsstand. People could get them in a store. But you had to correct literally turn based on a- your circulation. It had to be accurate. And, and so, as yeah. an advertiser, then you knew exactly that's the number people, of eyeballs right. that people that, that 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 your ad is going to to likely reach. Now, you don't know between reach and no, page views well, trust and clicks. Me. It's it's how many people are really doing it. I mean speaking you just don't. of your newspaper delivery, can you imagine this scene for the poor guy and for me? I got the hell scared out of me a couple days ago. I was actually walking to get the mail from the previous day, because of course I got three kids and none of them can happen to walk past the mailbox and reach in and bring the mail in. And I, I don't think I had pants on. I think I had underwear on. I mean I had like boxers on, right? So I'm walking down, it's early morning, I barely see and Weren't the guy cold? A little bit, but yeah, I don't give a damn. I was just going you down and coming around. I had shoes. So I had underwear, a t shirt, and shoes. It was bad. No, gym shoes. Gym shoes. No socks. Okay. It's gym shoes. And all of a sudden, this, this van. Them, wait a minute. Who calls them gym shoes anymore? I, whatever. Sneak. Sneakers, whatever. Sneakers. So the, the dude gym pulls shoes. up, and I'm like, what is this guy pulling up to talk to me? He goes, 
Here, hands me my paper. You got a hand delivery. And I said, next time I'll put pants on. I that, promise. That's probably you're probably only three people in the neighborhood that's still getting the darn thing. Yeah, I know. I know. You're down to what weekends? I'm down to weekends. It's yeah, terrible. I feel I awful. I know because we're, we're I not supposed I know, but it's anyway. All right, well, hang on. We got it. We're down to our last topic here already for segment number one. Don't go anywhere. We've got, We've got a some... total of three segments. We had to address national policy first, if you will. And this says. Pennsylvania Railroad train wreck of the week. And here's our, our executive producer, who is in his fourth week, I think, of malaria, who sounds fantastic through the headphones from the next room. So basically, we're just My handing envelopes. My wife had that cough for like two weeks. Oh, no. Well, Lori had strep throat over the holidays, uh-huh. and it's just been past. It's going around. It is going around. around. Yeah. All right. I got, I got to open my envelope. Yep, me, me too. It just, I like the envelope. It just says train wreck. It just says train wreck. All right. All right. Hang on. Let me get mine out before you look at your look at the candidates. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> First one is woman caught trying to smuggle boyfriend out of jail in a suitcase. And it has a photo of Fred. He's wrapped up. You sound like now you've got hooping cough. It's, it's, it's fantastic. From Venezuela. Yes, it is. She was arrested after several guards caught her trying to break her boyfriend out of jail by smuggling him in her suitcase. And it shows them both handcuffed with the suitcase in between them that they try to it, smuggle him in. And I got to be honest with you. He's not much bigger than the suitcase. Well, I got a good a st- I got a good sidebar to this. Do story. you? Do you yeah. know about this story? No, no, no. I, it, it's it's a, it's a personal anecdote. We By the a- way, I hope those clothes he's packed in there with were clean because they would smell. Yeah, that would not be Look, good. Look, he's just wretched in there with those. No, clothes. No, I, yeah. I had a roommate in college that, and I'm not a big guy. I'm five feet seven. He was even a little bit smaller than I was. So one night of uh, after partying just a little bit, I think I remember this story. Yeah, we we stuffed him in a suitcase. Where he could still breathe. We had his head out of it. And then put him on the elevator in the dorm, and it was a 22-floor dorm, and just pushed every button, every floor. So every floor, ding, opened the door, there's guy in suitcase. There you go. My guy in suitcase Did he, did he go on all floors? He went on all floors. I don't even know if he Who brought him up. back? Do you know? I think he finally got himself out of the suitcase. Yeah. I bet he loved you guys the next day. All right, do you want me to read the headline of the next one? Yes, and indeed. And you can yes. tell the story. Yes. All right, it says, Mom hands baby to stranger so she can... And this is in quotations. Fight some. Fight some. Bitch, we can say it. Biatch, yes. Biatch, right? All right, so what do we have here? This is in the Bronx, handed her infant off to a random stranger so she could go fight some biatch, according to a witness who caught the drama. And, of course, and this is the thing you got to remember. Whatever you're partaking in where there are people, someone's getting you on video. I mean, that's the thing today comparative to years gone by. Anything you get yourself in... Xavier Clemente, 19, who posted the short clip on Twitter Wednesday, was riding on a train on the 2-5, whatever the line is, when the woman handed over her bundled-up baby girl. Yo, this is her baby, a grinning Clemente who goes by whatever the hell. Are you kidding me? On Twitter. Says in the video, showing off the unfazed child sucking on a pink pacifier. What the hell is a kid going to be phased about? But if it's sucking on a pacifier, doesn't know what day of the week it is. What is wrong with people? says, the camera then pans to a woman holding a phone to her ear and standing in the aisle of the train, and someone can be heard in the background shouting, I want her to get off because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit her. I'm going to hit her. And then another person can be heard saying, she's talking, bloop, she's going to hit my mother. Jesus. Who knows if she ever threw a punch, though. That's the, that's the one. All right, Let's, and number three. For, oh, my. I saw this story yesterday, as a matter Man, of that fact. That headshot is brutal. This is from, where's this from? In Florida, Mar-a-Lago, Florida. Accused Mar-a-Lago trespasser smears bananas on cars, police say. The fruity attack at President Donald Trump's resort involved balloons and a computer message. I'll read the first part. A Florida woman faces trespassing charges after police said she sneaked onto President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort on Friday uh, to rub banana peels on cars. Kelly Weedman slipped into the Mar-a-Lago grounds in Palm Beach just hours before Trump's inauguration in Washington. She smeared bananas on cars, according to WPBF.com, and left an an explicit message on a computer inside the resort. Inside the resort, she typed F-U-Trump-B on a computer screen. Police said she also moved balloons from inside the building to bushes outside. Boy, you're showing them. Well, let me ask you this. Listen to this paper. I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to show them. I'm going to go smear banana peels and move them balloons. Here's what That'll I'm show get. them. And then I'm going to wear my pussy hat project hat. Officers said she told them she wanted to be arrested because it would get attention for her claim of being cyber attacked, according to SunSentinel.com. Now, here's my question. What did Donald Trump have to do with her being cyber attacked? Don't know. Just out of curiosity. Don't know. She, she looks a little nutty. I'm not going to lie to you. All right, so the winner is we got mm. mom, 
Mom handing baby to stranger. Woman caught trying to smuggle boyfriend out of jail. Or ladies smearing balloons. Is the winning determined by the most ridiculous yeah, or the yeah, biggest, biggest train wreck? Yeah. I'm most troubled by well, I guess if you handle I'm most troubled by handing your baby to a stranger. I mean, that's most troubling. The biggest loser is Tubbs here smearing bananas. Yeah, I'm going to go with her. I, I think she's the winner. She's the train wreck of the week. I'm still trying to figure out what in the world that proved. And and I would... I mean, I, you wake up and go, tell you what, i got to get all these bananas peeled so I can take the banana peels down, and then I'm going to move some balloons I, to I bushes. I think you do, but here's what I would ask everyone out there to ponder. Donald Trump isn't responsible for everything. Yes, inclusive of when you're cyber attacked. The media is responsible for everything. Right. If it isn't Trump, it's the media. You don't you don't think there's a happier dude than Barack Obama to be on a vacation and be oh. done with presidency. My God, I'm eight that, years in that, this land. That final wave and closing of the door of the helicopter, oh. he probably went, whoo. What do you think he really wrote on the note he left for Donald? What do you good luck? Good luck. Just say, hey, I'm, I'm out. See you later. Peace out. Don't a call. Town. No calls, yeah, please. Yeah, don't call. Exactly. All right, there you have it. There is segment number one of this edition of the Two Angry Guys. Don't forget, we are back. We're coming back. We have two more segments and lots to get to. And a reminder, you can always check us out. We'll give you all the means to do that. Yes, indeed. But I am Tom Gamble. He is Richard Skinner. And we are the Two Angry Guys. And you're listening to us from ESP Media. Are you looking to produce your own podcast? ESP Media has state-of-the-art audio and video production studios available for you. Our studio rental rates are the most competitive in town. Contact us today at sales at ESPmediaSN.com or 513-655-4966. That's 513-655-4966. It's your podcast. We just produce it. Local 12 Sports presents ScoreStream. You enter high school scores from the stands, which feeds the Local 12 Sports ticker. Upload game video, and you can see it during our newscast. Download the free ScoreStream app now. ESP Media and In-Game Sports, located in Cincinnati, Ohio, house the best special event promotions, game management, sales, and media productions in town. The Skyline Chili Crosstown Showdown, the nation's longest-running high school football showcase, is one of our signature events. Also, we operate numerous high school athletic media programs in greater Cincinnati. We can support your school and or company with website and mobile app creation and operations, on-site audio and video production studios. We can tackle your project right here under one roof. Contact us today to put our team to work for you. Reach us at 513-655-4966. That's 513-655-4966. Or email us at sales at ESPmediaSN.com. It's your event. We just produce it. Welcome to the ESP Media Studios here in Kenwood, just north of downtown Cincinnati, for segment number two of this week's episode of the Two Angry Guys. I am Tom Gamble from In-Game Sports. He is Richard Skinner from Local12.com. He writes, he edits, he even writes columns. I do. And you can read it at Local12.com. He's on the digital side, as they say in the business you, you, now, right? Yeah, you, you and you're it. occasionally, you can see you yeah, I'm occasionally on, on, the, the TV. on the TV. I can turn it on and go, my God. You see me on the that. Twitter and on the Facebook Again, and on the, and all on the, the TV. On all the social media platforms, exactly. as they I say, like that. correct? Yes. You like yes. that? Can you believe, by the way, it's damn near the end of January? Yeah, and it hasn't snowed yet. Unbelievable. And if you look at the extended forecast, while we might get some foot... We're going to get it. Well, here's my fear. And you know where I'm going with this. The Reds High School Showcase. My oh, fear. No, I think you'd be. Oh, just the just the cold. Well, just the, the cold. We, I mean, I don't. I mean, you could play today. You could play I mean, today. if, the, if right. we were on a turf field, you could play today, and it's going to mid fifties. It'd be comfortable. What's the first date? April one. It's always April dicey. Fool's Day. Well, yeah, it's you know, it's, dicey. it's April one through April twenty four. So get it's that a month of eight. Degree you just don't know. Day, you get the forty nine in rain. Well, that's the one thing. You know, we yeah. have the 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 apparel that we wear ranges from you know t shirts to winter jackets. There you go. So anyway, stay tuned for more info. I'm always on that. warm inside doing the public address. So yeah, that is true. Well, unless I stick on an outside field, don't do that. We me. have some at the Reds Urban Youth Academy. I'm a, I'm a veteran of this event. I know, and you usually do get priority treatment. So there you go. So here we go. We I demand it. Out of the Bidler hat, which is now Harambe's move back yep, into the thank room. You, Fred the bird hangs, and we pull out of the Bidler hat. Topic number one. That's how we do it. Yep. We pull out topics and then we address them. And here we go. Huh. AFC and NFC championship games. Disappointing. Yeah. 
I mean, the whole playoffs have been disappointing. Really? They have been. No, you're correct. They the really. Packer Cowboy game was good. Packer Cowboy game was good, and that really, from a drama, st- I mean, I, I can't call the Chiefs Pittsburgh. It was close. Well, it was drama because of the because of right. the two point conversion holding penalty. Now, of the but two, I think that was a well played game. Of the outcomes of of the. Falcons first, dismantling Green Bay, and then New England doing what it typically does. Did any of those surprise no, you more I, than the other? I, I did think Pittsburgh had a puncher's chance too. to go there, but but look, they just don't lose there. The outcome that surprised me is just is the domination Atlanta had. I I didn't really, I, I because of what I do, I cover the Bengals on a, literally on a daily basis during the season, and so on Sundays when they're playing, I'm covering the game and and don't get a chance to really see no, but I can tell a lot you of other teams. So I didn't see Atlanta a whole lot. I don't think many people during, during did the unless you were in that I mean, market. I knew of what they were doing. I just didn't didn't see them enough to give them well, an eyeball test. But man, offensively, they really are good. they are dynamic. Well, they just I, I would tell you this: they just kind of did it. And they just did it. I mean, you know, they obviously have a lot of weapons. And, right, and Matt Ryan, they did it because they did. Yeah, no, but what I'm that's, saying that's pretty, is, that's pretty profound. No, I want to go through it again. They did it. Because, they did it because they did it. Yeah. But here's what I mean: right. Green Bay. Write that down, people. Green Bay on the brink of extinction. Aaron Rodgers says, "We're going to win out. I think we can." And it looked like they, they so, were going to roll through the whole thing. My point is with Atlanta is, and then they had the, the blown lead in Seattle, and you just, I think, over the years, Atlanta has that same reputation. Oh, no doubt. And I think Matt Ryan. Especially Matt Ryan. So so all of a sudden, but I got to tell you, the the combination and Julio Jones, wow. I, I mean, are you kidding? And Muhammad Sanu. I mean, the weaponry I, on offense of Atlanta. I didn't think Freeman Ma- running the football. It, it's funny. When Muhammad Sanu left, I didn't. It, it, it really, and it really wasn't a big void for the Bengals because he, he didn't. Um, he he wasn't overly productive. He was a he was just a guy. He was okay. But he was productive there. Yeah, no no doubt about it. I mean, they can run the ball. Their offensive line. I believe this is right. I think their offensive line um, is the only one in the NFL that's been intact the entire which, season. Which says long, something which says, it, about a, staying healthy yep. and also about having a good good group of guys. Yeah, but but it, it, it was it was just too let. I mean, the Pittsburgh game was yeah. just a well. I got to and, and I would say, and I don't know whether this would have dramatically changed it, but had they punched it in right before the half, yeah, right, where it looked like they called it a touchdown, they reversed the call, and then they couldn't get it in. But I got to tell you, the formula of New England. But I don't, everybody talks about, what, but I don't know what the formula is. What is the formula? I, I think I can. I think I can take a stab at it. You have well. First of all, you have, in my opinion, well, the, the best quarterback you got, you got, in the history of the league. Here's the formula, really, yes. honestly. You got lucky with Tom Brady, and Bill Belichick is a great football coach. He is. He is absolutely. He is a. He is a. Who unique, I think. Who I think has gotten. I think you know because everybody says, well, he didn't do that in Cleveland, but I think it took he some did time. Some things in Cleveland. He did. Though, that were but I would cool. also tell you this: Josh McDaniel, as an offensive coordinator, as a game planner, and Matt Matricia. Uh, here's the thing I can tell you. Those three guys collectively. Matt Patricia. But whatever the hell his name Patricia is. Patricia was the liquor store. Um, Patricia's well, A1 and liquor. You, and you wonder why I've got that on my mind. And I love that mangy beer and the pencil. He, the pencil in here. You're not writing in pencil, are you? I guess he is. It sticks out. He could hurt someone. Here's what I would tell you. They just move parts. It doesn't matter. You, you don't it like, doesn't. you don't, Jamie, get rid of him. They get, Belichick, and those receivers, are you kidding me? Chris, Chris Hogan, Julian Edelman, over the years, Danny Amendola. I, I mean, Matt Lengel. Matt Lengel. He didn't do anything in this game, but Matt Lengel was a tight end with the Bengals mm-hmm. on the practice squad. Yeah. Those of us and- that cover the team would tell you that Matt Lengel has no business playing. God love him for doing it. He's got, he's got two surgically repaired knees, looks slower than can be. Matt Lengel caught a touchdown pass this year after the Patriots signed him to their active roster. He caught one for them. Hogan is a lacrosse player, for God's sake. Who's catching touchdown passes? It's amazing. It is amazing, but I got to tell you, and and, and, you know the Super Bowl. I think New England. They just got it. The one thing they're really good at, and I guess maybe this is the formula, is is they do have an identity of it's Tom Brady throwing the football. Mm -hmm. But on different weeks, they 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 figure out where the matchup is, and then they exploit it. But that's why tight end. So that's why Hogan. It might be one week. It's why, trust me, you're not going to want to hear this, but if you play fantasy football and you have New England players, it's hard to gauge. Because you don't know whose turn where, it is. Whose turn right. is it? This, if you got the three running backs, now that Deion Lewis is back, is it Deion Lewis's turn? It was against, uh, is it against Houston. Is it, yeah. is it his, Garrett but Blunt's turn? you hit the thing, though. The bottom line is, because you see that, that's coaching. 
That's strategy. That's putting the right guys in the right place. And think about this. Gronkowski's out. He doesn't play. I mean, their best weapon on offense has been out. they, They went to a personnel package in that game. Uh, which was literally no tight ends. They went one running back, yep. four receivers that they had used, I believe, for less than twenty plays all season. And I believe they ran twenty plays in this game with that set. That you, I guarantee, if Pittsburgh right. didn't, they they can't, they can't prepare for it. Topic number two out of the Bittler hat. We're in segment number two of the two angry guys. Super Bowl game indoors or outside. And this is Reliant in Houston, right? This yeah. whatever the hell it's yeah. called now. Yeah. I can't keep track. I, I thought the idea to have it in New York the one year is just it was just moronic because you were just rolling you're rolling the dice. Well, you are, and here's the thing, look. I love the elements. I, I, lo- I do. I, I love the elements based on each conference where look, if you're New England Right, and you, you earn are, it you've correct. earned the right to play that you. or if Green Bay plays in Lambeau, you've earned that. But now you've got two teams coming from two different conferences. I really think to have the Best game, you take the Correct. elements out of play as much as possible. Either a warm weather city I'm outdoors or indoors if it's a cold weather city. I don't Period have any. I, and look, I, I'm with you. I love the fact that back in the days of Minnesota with Bud Grant with no heaters, they and earned that, it. They, they earned, earned it. it. But the reality of it is, to me, on the biggest stage in the biggest game, I want everybody. I don't want somebody to say, "Well, you know." So if it's New England against Atlanta, because they've and earned, in this case they've earned equal things. Now correct. you could argue New England's record is better, but you've earned yeah, but the championship of one conference and the championship of the other conference. Take it to a neutral site. Obviously, what's well, a neutral site? Take it to a place that the, the weather yeah. is not going to be a factor whatsoever. Barring some, if you had it in, in Miami, barring some wacky right. rainstorm. So, if you had it in a cold weather area, New England would have, in theory, a decided advantage over well, Atlanta. In theory, it could in theory. in theory. But I would rather have it decided by play yes. than by elements. Yeah, I agree. Of the one that matters. All right, moving along. Oh boy, here we go. Oh, I don't even want to know. Pac-Man Jones. Oh, sorry, yeah. my bad. Adam Jones. Don't call me Pac-Man. He's now sorry after TMZ released the video. Time for rehab. That that's what he that's is, what he, our he is going to rehab for some mm-hmm. anger management issues and probably some alcohol issues. Now I know we're on different ends of the spectrum. I'll let here. you go first. Well, and here's the thing: I, I understand your point. I do. I, I get well, the fact let, that in sports today, let, let, let me give my point. Then, okay, so, you so, give so, your so, point, then I'll give because I wrote about this on, okay. on local12.com, and I've and it's up right now for your reading. Correct. correct? I, and I've gotten okay. more people that probably haven't read it that just have read the the the, the tweet that I sent out to link the story and See? probably read the headline of the story. Okay. But the premise of the story is this is a vile, disgusting act. That, what he the way he treated the disrespect no of the police officer. Yes, to tell the police officer I hope you die tomorrow is as disgusting as mm-hmm. it gets. Okay, but. In professional sports, the the end game is winning. There are a lot of bad guys. Look, Agreed. There's no moral high ground in professional sports, especially the NFL. You have coaches who cheat, Bill Belichick. You have players who cheat, Deflate Gate. Uh, whatever else you want to. All kinds of nonsense has have, been going on for years. You have guys that are that are worse than Adam Jones playing, and I'm not here to condone. I want everybody to understand. And the point of the column wasn't to condone what he did. The point of what I wrote is this. You still make a decision because everybody's. The, the, you get the faux outrage of, oh, I just got to release him. This is disgusting. Yes, it's disgusting. Yes, that sounds like the easiest thing for the Bengals to do is just release him because that's the. No, if he can still help you win football games, you find a way to make this work. That's what it's just what you do. Okay, so now here's my. And you got to understand. You know me well enough. I don't live in the world of Pollyanna. I'm not expecting that at halftime members of the team come out and sing as a choir. I, I get it. I get the fact that professional sports and the NFL, the NFL clearly today has more of these miscreants than the NBA or MLB based on or or miscreants, whatever, based on what happens. That's why I love you. Here's my problem with it, though. Uh, Okay, how when was the last time the Bengals won a playoff game? Uh, Nineteen ninety. Okay. So, well, they have some Reds, Bengals, yeah. 1990. Okay, so he, here's my point. So, the Bengals, in, in theory, have not won. Because to really win, well, you got to win in the postseason. That, that, you're I, playing I, see, I, I to achieve in the postseason. I, I agree with that, but I, I don't agree with the have not won. I think well, well, you get okay. to the playoffs, you have won. All right, whatever. Here's what I would tell you. And again, I, I am not walking some yellow brick road. But here's what I know. First of all, I blame management and the coach. Because Adam Jones, this should have been nipped in the bud with Adam Jones I, I, years ago. Because this is look, a habitual 
behavior. The NFL tried. The NFL suspended him for a year at one point. Those those little suspensions. But, but hear me out. Don't do any good. I, since he's come to Cincinnati, he's had a couple yeah. of off-field things that that um, were dismissed. But he he's had a right. couple. But and the Bengals but, over the past decade have had a lot. Not over the last not five, over the past five years, but there but there was a period there, there a when period, in a year no they had more than you should have in a in a cent in a decade. There's no question. Okay, here's my problem. You represent right. I get it. I know they're trying to win. I'm not naive to that. But you're also wearing the Cincinnati Bengals jersey. Okay, now I'm gonna stop you right okay, there. Okay, go ahead. I, I get that. All right, but here's where the outrage comes in. It's okay if you want to be outraged by this. But if you're a season ticket holder who's telling, well, you better release them or else I'm not coming. Yeah, you're full of crap. Well, first of all, you right. I get all you don't. And, and number one, as a ticket holder, you don't. You shouldn't control what the organ. I would think the organization would care more about itself. They no, the organization should care about winning. No. Well, well, you know they don't care about that. I, no, they care about they eight do. and eight or nine and seven no, or seven they and nine. Don't. They, they care about tickets being sold. Correct. And guess what sells tickets? Well, they winning. Look, I'm just telling you this. I'm sorry. I'm this to me as a coach. I would want to screw with this. Fine, go out on the free agent market and fill the gap. You, you're not filling the gap in the free agent market. Of he Adam still, Jones, he is still your best cornerback. And in fact, Ike Taylor. Well, that tells me something about their cornerbacks. Hold on, Ike Taylor of NFL.com, who was a yeah, former cornerback right. in the I league. I know who Ike Taylor is. He he rated right. the cornerbacks in the league at the end of the year. You know where he had Adam Jones rated? Again, this is a subjective ranking. It is subjective, but he's got he had him number seven. I, well, for me, again, for me, I th- they should have dealt with behavioral issues with Adam Jones previously. I think they have. It's time to go. I, then go. Then he pays no attention I, to anything. I, I do think this. I think that he is an awful, awful drunk. I mean, he just well, doesn't I, handle it at all. Evidenced by this. Yeah, and, and if he goes to rehab and gets that portion squared back away, then... Okay, I I just go back to this. Bye. The, the, you, you, Bye-bye. You don't have a better option on your roster I don't right give now. a damn. If that's my best option, I'm good. Well, let me ask you this. If you, if you, you get out there. If you... If you go, if you go three and if you go three and thirteen, let's say without him, which is only three fewer wins than he had this year. That that, that's a fact. You think fans are more upset by that, or you think if he he comes back and makes a great play in game one, they cheer for him? Well, fans are. I mean, look, let's not put this in the public opinion of fans. Well, but I I heard some public opinion. I've had it tweeted at me. I've had it Facebooked at me. I listened to a couple of shows. A lot of fans are at least outraged by this and outraged if the Bengals don't release him. And I say. That's okay if, you, if not, you do that. Follow through with your wallet. I understand that. Follow you're, you're through correct. with your interests. I agree with you. If you're going to say, if you're going to say as this, a fan, I agree. And, and next year, the secondary, yeah. if it's torched, what the hell? I, I know you can't have it okay. both ways, I'm, man. I, you can't. I, and, and I will tell you, I don't waffle on this. I don't want it both ways. Okay. I want Adam Jones released. Right. He has proven to me time and time again he can't do what is necessary. I mean that that is just. I mean, honest to God. Moving along and speaking now, of, now just, yes. just just to put a bow on that real quickly. Yeah. I do think the NFL because the NFL doesn't need it doesn't need him to be convicted in a court of law. No, which you're he still correct. very much could be for the. He could answer. be, but they're going to come to. I mean, I think I think that's where the. Bengals can just sit here right now and go, all right, you deal with that part of it, and we'll just condone whatever you decide. And remember this. You're only sorry when you're caught. Oh, there's no doubt. You're only that, that's a point. That, that, that rang hollow. That rang extremely hollow. Yeah. All right, the last one here. We have a we have a segment, whatever happened to, where each week it started with Jackie Jing, who now has her own I, I had website. somebody ask me if you would not mention her name on the show. <laughs> sorry, today, my bad. Well, you didn't go. tell me that in advance. I'm sorry. Otherwise, I, didn't. I wouldn't have. I didn't. Yeah, I'm, she, they didn't want me to mention Jackie Jing. No, I'm they didn't sorry, want you bad. to mention Jackie Jing. So okay, stop but she has a Jackie website Jing. now, and she's different wardrobes. Guy said he didn't think she was that attractive. Well, then, then that guy is either honestly looking at other men, or he's blind. <laughs> Whatever happened to this week? Uh-oh. Oh boy, it's oh, Bengals second. That. Yeah, Lewis Billups. Well, I can tell you what happened to him. He's dead. Right. That's. I mean, he wrapped himself around a guardrail, didn't he? Is that, it was a car accident. It was yeah. a car accident. Yeah, down yes. in Florida, I believe. Yeah, in, uh, let's see, to, to, to release. Yeah, he was released uh, on April 4th, he was in prison. 1994. That's correct. Yes, you're correct. He served over a in year. Fact, in fact, he was the one that was, I, I think it was Rex Chapman's sister, maybe? Really? He was, yeah, he was terroristically threatening her, if I'm not mistaken. Good. Now, he was part of the SWAT team. Yes, right? he was. So wait, it was not bi- not, not not the SWAT no the SWAT team, team the, the Bengals, Bengals second, and that was wait so that had, was you still got that poster I do I, I that had that was poster. Billups Solomon Wilcots yep. David Fulcher you're missing an easy one who the hell am I forget Eric Thomas oh Eric Thomas absolutely et all right actually here I got it I got I got I got a thing right here yeah he was uh, released 
um, after spending a year in federal prison in Georgia yeah. for making threatening phone calls to Rex Chapman and his wow. sister. So yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. I'd forgotten. No, about I remembered that, that one. Um, but he, uh, yeah, he died in a car accident. And in fact, everybody well, the guy uh, he was, was riding with, they were going over 100 miles per hour. Correct. The guy drive, riding with him was yeah. killed, too. Yeah, correct. Terrible um, story. He was a bad guy. I mean, just a bad, bad, Continu- bad guy. Hmm. Um, but he, uh, as everybody may remember, that Super Bowl, uh, the second Bengals yep. 49er Super Bowl, he dropped a key interception yes, in that game. Now, it was everybody thinks it was on the last drive that he dropped that interception. It was not. But he did drop a Is that something that he game. never recovered from, you think? That's a good man. I mean, I don't know. Because he was a good player. For yeah, the he, oh, he was a very good player. All right, so there you have it. Segment number two, easy whatever happened as to. they say, is in the books. Segment number three is coming up momentarily, so don't go anywhere. We are the two angry guys, and you're listening to us from ESP Media. Hi, this is Joanne Sweeney. Mark Sweeney Buick GMC is proud to support this broadcast by ESP Media. As winter approaches, remember to visit our award-winning service department. We service all makes and models. Conveniently located just minutes from anywhere at I-71 and Ridge Avenue. Or find us online at MarkSweeneyAuto.com. Getting answers, finding solutions. Local 12 News investigates. As soon as we called you, everything happened very quickly. Not afraid to ask the tough questions. Taking action, getting the truth. Local 12 News investigates. Are you looking to produce your own podcast? ESP Media has state-of-the-art audio and video production studios available for you. Our studio rental rates are the most competitive in town. Contact us today at sales at ESPMediaSN.com or 513-655-4966. That's 513-655-4966. It's your podcast. We just produce it. Welcome to the ESP Media Studios here in Kenwood, north of downtown Cincinnati, for segment number three of this week's installment. We're like an install. We just, you know, you can. We skipped. We skipped the payment last week. We did. We missed. We, we missed. We're behind. We're getting calls, and we're tired of those. Please stop. I am Tom Gamble from In Game Sports. He is Richard Skinner from Local12.com. Right now, if I go to Local12.com, I can read what you can read. My Adam Jones column we just talked about, where I, I think he's put the Bengals in a tough bind with it, with his actions because I don't think care. it's as easy as, as you think it is to release him. Very easy. I uh, got some college basketball. Got a uh, special basketball podcast this week. We usually do two of them. But we did an extra one this week wow. to preview the showdown. Working overtime. Did talk to Eric Hicks, the former Bearcat on that, on that podcast. Talked to okay. uh, Brad Redford. Talked to Mike DeCourcy. And uh, all right, broke, broke What's it. What's Eric Hicks broke doing it. now? Do you know? He's a personal uh, personal trainer. Oh, I'm not surprised. Local. He was he was actually a fun guest. He, he, he I was bet. really good. He was I great. Bet. And Redford, I know he's doing some games on like he, ESP ESPN three. Yeah, right? he is. He's doing uh, NKU games. Yeah, they ca- they kind of got punted a little bit though because. Time Warner or Spectrum Sports picked up a handful ah, right. of games in their place. Okay. He, he also does that. He teaches. Uh, he's a personal shooting trainer, and he's very good at it. Well, he very can shoot. Good. Does he still do the in-house stuff at Xavier games? That I don't know. Because he did it, you know, kind of yeah. going through the crowd and all that stuff. I don't know either. All right. So here you go. We have a Bibbler hat in the studio where we broadcast from here at ESP Media. Harambe watches. Fred the Bird overlooks. And we Fred pull... the Bird doesn't move. No, Fr- Fred's very tired. He actually could be stuffed. I mean, I think that could be huh. the reason why he doesn't move. He's just not he isn't alive. All. No, I think he's dead. Deceased. All right, here we go. Topic number one, local high school basketball update and college basketball upsets from last night. Let's go in reverse order. And and I think what you've got, and you've got, look, you've got some really good teams. One, two, and four all went down. So you had Villanova on the road leading by 13, losing to Marquette. In which they they stormed the court and, uh, you know, they've never won anything at Marquette Right. No, Never won a national championship like 1977. Correct. Dude, unranked number one. I know it bothers me, too. Then you had Bob Huggins earning some more cash by knocking off Kansas. Yes, he did. Kansas can't beat West Virginia. I mean, it just simply cannot. It it was really stunning. Oklahoma went in there into into Morgantown a week ago Monday and And you know what? That's one of those I think you just throw out as that's an aberration. Really, the, the whole West Virginia thing is if the press is effective... Which I, Correct. You know, the guys I do the basketball podcast, we were actually talk previewing that game a little bit, and the point being, Kansas' guards are really good, so you thought they'd go in there and, and handle the pressure uh, of, of the situation. But that West Virginia press is just really, really good. I mean, two home wins for them over Baylor and, and Kansas yeah. are two really, really good wins. And, it does, and it, convincing it, wins, it, really. It, it leaves mean, you mystified how they lose to an Oklahoma yeah. at home, but Oklahoma handled the pressure that particular and night. Then, and then Kentucky goes on the road to a ten, team that's, what, one game above five hundred in Tennessee? Yeah, they, they've not been. It, it's funny. 
on the road. On the right? road in the league, they opened mm-hmm. up and they clobbered Ole Miss at Ole Miss. And it, and it's let's let's say the SEC is not it's real terrible. Good. Yeah, it's it's bad. not not just it's, it's terrible. Right. They they will get three teams in the tournament: Kentucky, South Carolina, and uh, and Florida. That's hard to believe. And I don't think Florida's think any good, it. to be quite frank. But um, no, the the three games after Ole Miss, they struggled in a three point win at Vanderbilt. Struggled to beat Mississippi State at Mississippi State, won by six, but State had cut a 17-point deficit to four, I believe. Yeah, I remember made. that. And then, obviously, the but loss at it, Tennessee. But let me ask you this. Isn't Kentucky, isn't part of that, and I, I heard some of John Calipari's comments before and then after the game. He talked about before, we're going to find out, you know, what we're all about here. And I think when you're dealing with, again, a bunch of new guys, yeah. for the most part, that are your, your PTPers, if you will, you're going to run into some of that. Yeah, and then and then uh, obviously NC State going in on Who, Monday night and beating Duke. Duke, and Duke. They're, they're a train wreck. They are a train wreck. Well, and and Grace and Allen, thank you yeah. if you're Duke. But I got to tell you, and this is going to sound nuts, Gonzaga, they got a shot. I guess I I I know I, you look at their schedule. I get it, I but, love but I'm Mark telling Q you, he's a good coach and they got talent. They got talent. Team, the team that I think right again, right now. That I've seen that that on a given day, man, Arizona, Lord have mercy. It was a good win over UCLA on Saturday. Ooh, that was a hell of a game because they they looked really really good in that. Now well, UCLA UCLA couldn't guard they don't a good defend. high school team. I, I get that, but Arizona, they've got size. They and, and their big guys aren't stiffs. No, they're, and their they're big guys they're, can play. They're very athletic. Sean Miller's done a very very nice job he's, out there. He's a good coach. But I think college basketball. I think when you look at the NCAA tournament, I think it's the parity. There's well, so many. I, I, you don't? I, I I think when it all when you get down to the elite eight, I bet you have seven of the eight will be somewhere in the top. 12 I will give you that, but today. the first and second round games could be, be very exciting. Yeah. All right, so we talk about a local high school basketball update. I'll throw this one at you. Molar's fifteen and zero. I know. I mean, and I don't want to say. And they had to grind out some wins well, to get say, to fifteen. Well, it's not they, a dominant fifteen. No, I mean, it's, 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 it's quiet. It's, yeah. it's not that well. They trailed Centerville by eight in the third quarter. One. Rallied. They trailed Springfield by double digits. One by four. One by four. Correct. And now this week's interesting. They're at Elder, and, it, and I don't think that Elder is as good as some Elder team because they're very, very young. But it's still on the road. Then they've got Wilmington. Remember that great game last year? Yeah, John but, Cumberland but, 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 was but, now at Houston. But, but, but right, they don't have no, John Cumberland. Cumberland. Right. And, and I would just tell you. So I mean, they're 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 seven wins away. They still have to go to LaSalle. That's in early February. But they're seven wins away from is an undefeated. Yes, he is. All right, so he's, he'll be back. Yes, he okay. is. Yeah, so he will be back. He's played. In fact, he's had 19 or more in the last three games since he's been back. I mean, he's a difference maker for LaSalle, obviously. But I, I wonder, you know, they've got a shot. I'm not saying they'll do it. But if they come out of this week and win Friday, Saturday, you're 17-0. Yeah. and 0. And in today's day and age, and I know in the GMC, Mason's at Oak Hills Friday. Well, that's well, a good well, one. Oak Hills has a chance. And I, I, I think this is right. Um, our executive producer and I were talking before the game. I don't think they've ever won the GMC in basketball. I don't know that off the top of my head. I don't either, but I think that that because don't Mike yeah, they, they had some good they, teams, but they the haven't past, been in the GMC for a no, long time. No, that's true. They, they, they came out the, of the Metro County. With, yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, huh. Back back in the nineties, they were in the Queen City Metro. That's correct. And and, and in Northern Kentucky, I know coming to Catholic. Well, still. they just but the, them the top two teams just played Cooper and Covcath. Uh, Covcath won on, on a late bucket. That said, Covcath was, was without its best player. Cooper was with, was without its best player and actually another player on top of it. Well, and Cooper's been without the McNeil brothers, that, and they yeah. put together a double-digit win streak with those guys no out. And, I mean, and, it's, and, and without those guys played Cuffcat toe-to-toe. So, um, it, now, they're expecting C.J. Frederick from Cuffcat. They're hoping to get him back, correct, by the tournament time, and if McNeil's you will. Back, I think the McNeils right. are back pretty soon as well. Um, I love this. Part. And Campbell County's actually had a very good season over there as well. And i got to give a shout-out to my team, the Beachwood Tigers, I where was I gonna coach. I was going to ask you. I was going to ask we you. Beat, we beat Holmes last night. Now, varsity. we being varsity, varsity, right? Correct. Okay. Varsity. How is the uh, Skinner coach freshman team doing? We're 15-5. and five. Oh, man. Okay, that's suffered reputable. A, suffered a loss last night, the Holy Cross um, – we okay. had, uh, let's see, we had two kids that had to leave the game because they were sick. Don't give me excuses. No, we lost. I mean, we yeah. were up four with 34 seconds. You blew it. So, the very bad coaching down the yep. stretch. Kid, kid, uh, kid, can't hold a lead with 30 seconds kid, left. Kid got fouled on a three-pointer, made all three free throws. Mm. Can't I, foul on a three-pointer? I had a kid at the at the, at the the line that's 36 for 38 on the year, mm-hmm. and he had a free throw and a one-on-one go in and out, and they went down and made a layup, and we didn't execute down the stretch. Has anyone, do you hear in a game like that, do you hear anything from the stands um any yelling no i don't i, don't, I no. usually i'm pretty good at tuning that out are you i did yell at the official though for the foul call on the on the three-point right, shot let's just move along all right so that's 15 and five is not, not bad now when you, do you do a ninth region tournament at your yeah, level it's, as it's, well it's a blind draw 
Okay. What, what do you mean? You close your eyes and pick out of a hat? No, there's no, there's like no seating to Oh, gotcha. Just a complete blind. You don't draw. like that, do you? Well, it, it is what it is. I, right. I wish it was a process. Just but, play. But we, 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 we drew. Here's the thing. In, in the region, at our level, Covenant Catholic is like light years above. And then there's a group of us. It's us and Cooper and probably Dixie Heights and, and maybe Ryle in that group. We're pretty, we're, I think we're all pretty close to each other. Highlands might be in that group because um, we've all, I think, beaten each other at different times. But unfortunately, I drew Cooper, and the winner of our Cooper game plays Covcath. Okay, so you're out. <laughs> Moving along. Topic number two here for the two angry guys, and this was a good one. Skyline Chili Crosstown Shootout. Yes. And, you know, I, I would tell you that, that, that UC Xavier has – over the years evolved into this isn't just a I mean this is obviously a great game for the city but I mean this is a game where I think around the country you pay attention because these are two programs that are pretty damn good every year yeah as I mentioned uh, I did a college basketball podcast uh, and do a couple each week but we just got done doing it before I came down here to do this one and Mike DeCourcy from the Sporting News was sure he'd have a good perspective well I thought he had an interesting take when he said you know when he first came to this town and he actually worked for the Enquirer covering Mm -hmm. UC when he came here we used to work in Memphis he said he knew of the game but didn't understand what the rivalry really meant until he started covering it and and he realized just how big the rivalry yeah. was and now that he you know he's on a national scope sure. he sees that that even bigger picture of it and and, and I did I you know we, we kind of get trapped into to what it means for the city but really in in, Absolutely. The, in the country it's it is it a is. Bi- it's a big game well and I got to tell you and, and I'm going to give credit I obviously do business with Skyline Chili and I think they have done a tremendous job I mean with the exception of the football event that I do the Crosstown Showdown which kind of evolved out of the equity that they Abs- built absolutely. up in the Crosstown Shootout. So this is 20-plus years of Skyline being a title sponsor and doing things in its restaurants, which are all over the place. And when you think of a really loved, recognizable brand, no, it's Skyline Chili. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's one of the top brands locally. And they've done a – I think they're – I think it was, a, it was a little lucky coinciding because it was about the time Xavier really started to no evolve question. as a program. And, and they came on equal footing, Correct. et cetera. But the reality of it is they take it to another level. Now you've gotten it where it's on national TV yep. all the time. And, and I know – I know they probably. I know coaches don't necessarily like where it falls this year. I don't like. I, I, it's funny though. I I asked a couple of our guys. Eric Hicks didn't mind it. Brad Redford. I I, I don't know. It feels like it loses some luster. Um, Brad Redford's answer was interesting to me when he said, "I think it's good that it breaks up the monotony of playing conference games where you're so familiar with each other um, inside the conference because a lot of them are playing round well, robin. You're playing can I put twice." It- can I put a different word for Xavier instead of monotony? How about difficulty? Well, there's and not, it's not like UC well, easy, but, say, man, but not, look at the grind. And, and look, the AAC, come now, on. Now, I will ask you this year from, yes. from a win perspective. I asked okay. this to my guys today. Bigger game for UC from a resume perspective or bigger game from Xavier? Because let's face it. UC doesn't have a lot more opportunities to help the resume. Xavier still has Nova and Creighton. I'm going to give you a terrible answer. Hear me out. But Xavier doesn't have a really great win yet. No, so I was going to say, I I think it's big for both. Because Xavier doesn't have a real win where you go, man, look at that. And and you you should have more than one, right? Yeah. And, and, And yes, you're correct. They still have... Villanova here. They still have to go. It's not the same Creighton team. It's not the same Creighton team. But it's there. Correct. So, I mean, we're assuming they're going to win one of those. And then, of course, you get the Big East Conference Tournament, which will not be easy. You see, it's really with the exception of, man, I guess, at SMU. Uh, Left, you mean? Left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The exception of at SMU. That's it. Really, Yeah. I mean, now, in fairness to UC, you can't help it that UConn sucks. I mean, there, there, are, there are some that you would normally have felt. Right. Houston's kind of turned out to be, yeah, eh, they're, they're not very good. Memphis, eh. <laughs> I, you know, so, so I think it's important for both. I do. Now, I will tell you, I've talked to more people who are local fans who feel like this, UC, because Xavier's won, what, three in a three row, in a row. four of the they, last they, five? They, they've never won four, won four in a row in the okay. series. Okay, well, most people, five, yes. most people feel like because it's at UC, the Bearcats have the upper hand. Yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. Now, now I, I will ask you this part, too, though. If I were to give you UC's, UC's schedule and give that to Xavier and give Xavier's schedule and give that to UC, where would the records of the two teams be? So that's a good question. I, I think Xavier's record would be I say markedly better. Their record isn't that bad. No, fourteen and five. I would say Xavier might have three losses, okay. two to three. Okay. And I would say UC might have 
five to seven. Well, there you go. I mean, that's where they're both. I, are. No, I think it is. I, that, I, that, 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 right. It's not a knock on either place. No, it, not it, at all. I mean, it's. It now, shows I will tell you, you. How, how tight this game has a chance to be. I'm going to give you about a thirty second, maybe sixty editorial comment here of something that bothers me. Though. Oh my! No, this bothers me. And I get coaching. I, I do. I, I get it. And, and and I would tell you that the coaching fraternity today, they ought to have psychological – they need psychiatrists to talk to coaches all the time because they're nuts. Coaches are nuts at all levels. You're included. I am. I'm, I'm but not, here's I'm the thing that bothers it. me. You didn't hear me deny okay, it. I get it. But I, can anybody not appreciate – I'm not suggesting you're not trying to win, but I heard Mick Cronin say – you know, this is a player's game, and the players are winning. I get that. They play the game. We all understand that. Everything else is just noise. Okay, really? Can you not acknowledge that this is a great game for Cincinnati? Well, it, 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 it's, it's big for the fan bases. He's very much played. He's, he's changed his tune a little bit this year. He's very much played it down. Right. I asked that question today to one of my co-hosts, Chad Brendel, and Chad said, you know, Maybe when when you've lost over the last three years, maybe that makes you try to play it down more because maybe you, you want it to not be a big deal. But this but you can play it tune. down. You can play it down to your players. You can use whatever internal strategy you want there. But how about just acknowledging what this game means? I don't know. It just bugs me. No, I think it's. I, you know, there used to be in Philadelphia, it was called the Big Five right, back in the sure, day. Right, sure, absolutely. And they, they would play each they other. They would all play, and it, well, you remember. But, but there's just, this is so unique to have two programs. I know it is. That other than a little blip at the end of the A couple miles apart from each other. Correct. That are this good on a regular yeah. basis playing, I think is outstanding. I say watch the game Thursday night, have an ice-cold beverage, and enjoy there it. There you go. All right, we move along. We are the two angry guys. I'm Tom Gamble. He's Richard Skinner. Into the Biddler hat we go, and the next topic is... Enthusiasm with UC football from Luke Fickle. I thought he made a genius move. At one of the, I can't remember who UC was playing in basketball. Oh he yeah, the stands for absolutely. A few he was in the end with the students. Look, man, he is he is the antithesis of what uh, of what Tommy Tuberville was. Four. My bad. <laughs> Can I get another Mai Tai over here? Shank, shank to the left a little bit. There. Look, Tommy Tuberville. At the time, it sounded like a great hire. Uh, guy has been a proven winner. Got some good old boy twang to him. Hey, Tommy Tuberville here for Winter World. Um, he, you know, I, I, I get the hire. You can stand on them, by the way. The stand, windows. You can't on the windows. Just that's a good point. Sure you know. I just like winder. But I want to tell you this. Thinking back to the Tommy Tuberville hire, think about this. You had, in succession, D'Antonio, Kelly, Jones. I think at the time it was Whit Babcock was the AD. Right. Had a relationship with Tuberville. I think that. Oh, I thought was it was a, a home run hire. But I, but I think it was get the name. But I. <sighs> Get the name because we're, we got to look but, like. But what, what you got with Luke Fickle is the exact opposite. He's showing great. you, and granted, some of this is grandstanding, but it's smart. It is no. I, He's showing you. I want to be part of correct. This, of, of I want to be part of you. I, yep. They're showing those videos of all the hard work they're doing this yeah. off season. They're they're getting in with some local recruits. I mean, they are. Doing, He's doing no everything so far. Yes. That is completely opposite of Tommy Tuberville. What happened was Tuberville really started to lose that fan base, especially when he Correct. told the guy to get a job and, yep. and, and go to go to hell. Right. Um, Which I kind Luke, of think was Luke, funny. Luke, it was kind of funny. Okay. But that fan base was about to jump off. No Luke question. Fickle has very quickly yeah. reeled them back in. I, I like everything the guy's done so Agreed. far, and I also think he brings this. Now, we'll see how that goes in September. Agreed, but, but when you come from Ohio State and you've won as part of that staff and you've been a coordinator, you know how to win. No doubt. All right, no our final topic, and oh boy, well, do no. you prefer tucked in or untucked? In regards to what? I presume a shirt. Have you seen the commercials? Oh, the, the guy the untucked, genius. It's absolutely genius. I love it. I, I, I absolutely, because are you kidding me? Well, when I have the chance not to tuck, it ain't tucked. I, I used to, for some reason, and I, I used to tuck in like golf shirts with shorts, and it just it's not a good look. It's just not a good look. It makes you look kind of frumpy around right. the midsection when maybe you're not. Yeah. You know what? I, I'm not saying we're not. I'm just saying. No, I, I, I well, if I'm I was, more concerned with you on a golf shirt wearing a bra than I am whether it's tucked or not. Well, that's right? why it needs to be untucked. Yeah, it's, right? it's just too much. Because then it does, it, it'll, 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 it'll go yeah, out, right? Too much so to it hold won't in. show the boobs. That's Is good. that it? Just too much to hold I, I mean, what guy wants to tuck? Well, I mean, if you're wearing a tie and a well, dress I, I, shirt. I get that. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I want to wear that. Here's my challenge with tucking, too. The undershirt sometimes is not long enough. See, I don't wear an undershirt. Don't you? No. See, I do, and then it bunches. I don't like bunching. I don't like bunching in the back where, or the front. Where does it bunch? It bunches around the front, maybe because I have a little bit of a gut, but it gets all bunched up, and I have maybe. to tug it down, and it makes me look a little bigger than I am. 
so you say. I love that. That's a great invention. That dude, and I, I love a guy who says, this sucks, and he invented He said for years, I watch his commercials, I'm going to get a couple of his shirts. Right, if you were wearing just a, let's just say, a dress shirt without a tie. Well, define for if it's a if it's a button down a dress Oxford. Yeah. I don't think you can. I don't think you can not tuck that okay. in. But if it's like a it's a casual wear but yet nice shirt, absolutely untuck. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I absolutely I, pullovers obviously go untucked. I'm a All big right, winter pullover guy, and, and, then, and then in summer right. it's a golf shirt or a t-shirt, yeah. and those go untucked. So for me, well, it's trust me, untucked. If it's fifty or above, I'm in shorts too, unless I can't be. And I think today, I think business casuals everywhere. It is Dude, rare. you ain't even close to business casual right now. I'm not. No. This doesn't. That's you're, a nice pullover. It's a nice pullover. It's a hoodie, actually. That is complete casual you're in. It is. Okay. Well, I mean, hell yeah, because I'm in here with you. There you well, go. It doesn't matter. I don't give a damn what I look like today. Although I have to see my wife later. So I'm sure she'll be thrilled. She could care. I mean, if she doesn't know what I look like by now. So there you have it. Lots going on. It'll be yes, interesting indeed. to see like, what happens like the in the shootout. Today. Well, and I'll tell you, this time of year, we're getting into my favorite. I love the con- the end of the college basketball season, the yeah, conference tournament. A lot of college basketball. Left. I know, but we're getting there. Yeah, a little bit. I'm getting. I'm trying to get through. I hate winter. I, even though it hasn't been, I want to get to summer and get outside and have a nice cold beverage with an untucked shirt. With an untucked shirt, maybe with no shirt. Oh boy, I don't. Even, I'll let. I'll leave you go with shirt, that right? thought. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, no. None. Boy. Just show. I'm gonna get a great tan this summer. I'll bet you are. All right, moving on. And don't forget, give that again. What is the address if you want to go back to segment number one? Yep, pussyhatproject.com. Learn all about it. Learn about how to make the hat. Learn about Find the truth. Looking for the truth, baby. Find the truth and find a way to make a hat. That's great. Make a hat. All right, have a great week. We're back next week. We appreciate you listening. We are the Two Angry Guys, and we do this every week. Another installment, three segments, all kinds of different topics. Back with more next week. Until then, just continue listening when you can. Thank Appointment you. listening, Appointment as they say. Thank you. In the business. All right, you're listening to the Two Angry Guys from your friends right here at ESP Media.